If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1, we'll be looking at verse 21. Who is Jesus? Who is he? If you think about it, you can go into any bookstore today and buy books about him. We can watch movies that are based on his life. You can drive down the road and you see churches where millions upon millions of people around the world worship him. You can open the hymnal and see songs about him. People sing about him. Universities were founded in his name. We can look in the Bible and we can read about him and learn about him. But who is he? Who is Jesus? If you're on this planet, you cannot escape that question. You cannot escape that question. Every person on this planet must answer the question, who is Jesus Christ? Yet, people don't want to answer that question. They want to run from the question. They want to run from him. Why? And today we're going to answer that why as we answer who is Jesus. Again, open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. It's written, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before, just thank you for this day that you have given us. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us, chiefly that of your precious and holy Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Lord, today as we worship, I just pray that you would just speak through me today, Lord, and give me the words to say. Just open up hearts today, Lord. And Lord, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision today, Lord, I just pray that you would speak to their heart. Again, Lord, I just lift up those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones, Lord, we just lift up Nate to you, Lord, and Larry and Sue and that entire family. We just lift that, them up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon them. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today. Just help us, Lord, to look to you for guidance and understanding of your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. To answer the question, who is Jesus, it's necessary to look at the announcement of his birth. In this verse, we have the announcement that was given to Joseph. If you want to see the announcement that was given to Mary, you can look over in the, in the Gospel of Luke. But here we see the announcement that was given to Joseph. And I want you to look at something that the angel 
tells Joseph. He tells Joseph that he and Mary, after the son is born, they were to name the child Jesus. Now it's Jesus in the Greek, it's Yeshua in the Hebrew. But they were to name the child Jesus. And then the angel states the mission of the child, what Jesus' mission would be. He says that Jesus would save his people from their sins. And that goes into what they were to name him. Because Yeshua means the Lord is salvation. The Lord is salvation. So who is Jesus? He is salvation. First and foremost, he is salvation. And then we can look in John 1.1 and it says, In the beginning was the Word... And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word. The Logos. Jesus is the revelation of God as well. Not only is He the Son of God, not only is He salvation, He is the revelation of God. The revelation of God. In the flesh. He's the word. And if you continue to read and you see verse 14, it says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He is salvation. He is the word of God, the revelation of God. He is God. He is God. The second person of the Trinity. The creator and sustainer of all things. And as his name states, again, he is salvation. The Savior. And we see evidence of him all throughout creation. All throughout creation, everywhere. We see his name everywhere. We can't escape him. Think about that. We cannot escape him. We see him everywhere. All we have to do is look at creation and we see his handiwork. We see him in creation. His work of creation. Again, we see TV shows about him, movies about him, poetry written about him, songs written about him, paintings where people try to depict his image. You drive down the road in any town and you will see a church where people worship him. You will see a cross on the side of the road. A cross in cemeteries. We hear and see things about him all the time. And what does that mean? It means that you cannot say you've never heard of him. 
You can't say. You know nothing about him. Thus, you must answer the question, who is Jesus? Who is he? But here's a sad fact. The majority of the people in the world today are spiritually blind. They're lost. When confronted by the question, who is Jesus Christ? They don't know how to answer it. But here's another sad fact. You have people in the churches that say they worship him and they don't know how to answer the question. People claiming to be Christians do not know how to answer that question. Who is Jesus Christ? I mean, think about it. People that claim to be Christians violate his word and his commands all the time. People that claim to be Christians deny. Deny him. By saying he didn't raise from the dead. By saying there was no virgin birth. By saying he didn't work miracles. By saying he is not the son of God. Deny him. And yet they say they're Christians. And those are the things they say with their mouth, but guess what? You don't have to say anything to deny Christ. You can deny Christ by the way you live your life. And what do I mean? Christ tells us. Think about what he says in his word. He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If we violate the commandments of Christ, if we never keep the commands of Christ, if we continue to live like we've never met Christ or never received Christ as our Lord and Savior, you deny him by your life. One who claims to be a Christian should know the answer to the question, who is Jesus Christ? When someone claims to know him as Lord and Savior, they should know the answer to the question. The non-Christian the person who is lost, they run from the question. They run from it. They run from Christ. They try to escape him. They try to escape answering the question. Why? Why would they do that? Turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Paul writes, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish, now look at this, foolishness. The preaching of the cross is to them that perish, foolishness. 
But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. As I mentioned earlier, many in today's society are spiritually blind. They're spiritually dead. Dead in their trespasses and sin. And when confronted by Christ, they run from him. They try to escape him. They turn from him. And they do this because of the cross. That's why they do it. They do it because of the cross. Because you cannot look upon Jesus Christ without seeing the cross. Picture him in your mind. What do you see? You see the nail prints in his hands and his feet. You see the spear wound in his side. You picture the cross. You picture the cross. And that's exactly what John saw in the book of Revelation. When the angel says, behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, he can open this seal. He can open this. John said he looked and he saw a lamb like it had been slain. He didn't see the lion. He saw the lamb that had been slain. When we think about Jesus Christ while we are here on this planet, we have to think about him through the cross. Through the cross. But people who are lost, they see the cross as well when they think about him, when they, when they try to look on him. And to them, the cross is foolish because they perish. It's foolish to the lost because they don't understand it. They think of the cross as foolish and they don't want to face Christ. They don't want to answer the question, who is Jesus Christ? They don't want to face him. They try to run from him. Why? Because in looking upon Christ, they see the cross and in seeing Christ and the cross, they are reminded of their sins. They're reminded of their sins. And answering the question, who is Jesus Christ, they have to face Christ. And in facing Christ, they learn they're sinful. The cross in Jesus reminds us of our sins, reminds us that we are sinful. And in answering the question, who is Jesus Christ, they must acknowledge that they're sinful. So they turn from him. They run from him. And plain and simple, they run from him because Jesus makes them uncomfortable. Think about that. When you're reminded that you're sinful, it makes you uncomfortable. 
If you think about this past week, any sins that you committed this past week, when you think about that, what does it do? It makes you uncomfortable. Jesus makes us confront our sins. And in looking at Christ and looking at the cross, he also does something else. He makes us confront the fact that he died for us. That he died for us. His sacrifice reminds us of the cost of sin. Reminds us of the cost. And what was the cost? It cost him his life. Sin cost the Son of God his life. Think about that. He was tortured for us, beaten for us, hung on the cross for us. And when we think about Jesus Christ, when we think about the cross, we are also confronted with the cost of what happened. But regardless, we still have to answer the question, who is Jesus? Who is he? Ask yourself that question. And if you say you are a Christian, you should know the answer. You should know the answer. Now ask yourself, does your life reflect that answer? if you're a Christian. Because how you live your life should reflect the answer. Who is Jesus? He's the Son of God. When you think about the answer to the question, that's the only answer that can come into your mind. He's the Son of God. He's the Savior. He's the creator of all things. He is God, the king of the universe. And he died on the cross and rose from the dead for our sins and he ascended back up into heaven and he sits at the right hand of the Father. So when you ask yourself, who is Jesus Christ? Those are the things that should come into your mind. Everything that he did for us. Everything he means to us. Who he is, his attributes, his divinity, everything should flood your mind when you think about him. And if you say that you know him as your Lord and Savior and you have received him as the Lord of your life, your life should reflect that answer. We should live like we believe he is the Son of God who died on the cross for our sins. Does our life reflect the answer? Does our life show that he is king and lord over us? But the lost must also answer the question, who is Jesus Christ? They can try to run from him, they can try to escape him. But one day, they're going to face him. 
Think about that. And if you're lost, you can turn to Him now and look upon Him and receive Him as your Lord and Savior. Acknowledging who He is and answering the question, who is Jesus Christ? And the answer would be, He is my Savior. Or, they can keep running. They can keep running from Him. Turn from Him. But one day they're going to face Him. And they're going to have to answer that question as they kneel before Him and say that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, to the glory of the Father. But when that happens, He's going to be their judge. Right now, he can be Savior. But one day, if you continue to reject him, he will be judge. You can face him now or face him then. But you will face him one day. Who is Jesus? How you answer that question has eternal ramifications. Is he your savior? Is he your king? Is he lord of your life? Or do you continue to run from him? Continue to deny him? Who is Jesus to you? Answer that as we stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, that we can learn from it. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. Again, Lord, if there's anyone here that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. And overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.